prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio, and this is Carl Lenore, your one-eyed host, still continue to be one-eyed, not a fun thing at all, it really isn't, it really sucks, I gotta be honest with you, I wake up every night with pain in my face that is so unavoidable, it makes me want to jump out the second story window of my home, but uh, supposedly it's getting better, and that's a positive thing, uh, very few things make me feel good. One of the things that makes me feel great is getting to spend time with my buddy, Rob Regish. Calling all Blueprint Army. Fall in line. It's time for the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish on the Superhuman Radio Network. So, Coach Rob, I want to start a new tradition today. Okay. I think it's important. Laughter is very, very important in life, especially when you're always in pain. You're right. So I want to start... Um, a joke at the beginning of, but not a pirate joke like the last one because of my patch. Okay. Okay. Ready? This is a, we're going to clean this joke up. I think it's really cute. Okay. So yep. little, little Johnny is sitting on a park bench, jamming candy into his mouth that he just collected for Halloween. And this little old woman walks by and says to him, you know, if you keep eating candy like that, you're just going to rot your teeth. And little Johnny looks up at the woman and says, my granddad lived to be 105 years old. And the woman said, well, did he eat candy like that? And little Johnny looked up at the woman and said, no, but he minded his own effing business. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cute. Okay, so there you go. That's today's joke for... How you doing, brother? I'm uh, I'm doing well. I'll echo your sentiments. I, you know, I missed the show last week, and, uh, and I always enjoy doing it, so it's great to be back. Yeah, it's, it is fun. This has become uh, uh, an opportunity for us to spend time together. And we got to get Coach Wade on the show because Coach Wade took gold here in the United States uh, and then went to literally flew from here to Japan and took bronze in Japan. And, guys have I mean, seen how up. old is he now? 57? Yeah, you would never know it, huh? So we got to get him on the show. I mean, this dude is, is rocking. He's like... And he said it. He said, like, he never expected any of this to happen. It wasn't like this was a goal of his. He just keeps lifting, and he keeps winning stuff. You know what it is? I mean, Wade's such a nice guy. It's good karma coming around. That is a lot of it, because he has really paved the way for a lot of other people. He's a, he's an amazing coach. He trains a lot of people who are very, very successful in powerlifting and Olympic lifting. Uh, yeah. But the reality is that I'm at the point where I think Wade really – this is – look, some people wake up in the morning and read the newspaper – Wade wakes up in the morning and lifts heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what he does. That's his thing. Good um, we, I want to go ahead and start off with today's first question because it's what's everybody's it's on their mind anyway about you. Uh, so we have a new listener named Paul DiMaria. He says, hey, I'm a new listener and a huge fan of your show, but I heard you had Rabdo again. I'm wondering how you're doing. I hope you're doing better. Uh, this show has helped me a lot in my own goals. So what's going on with Rabdo? Yeah, well, first and foremost, I appreciate you asking. Um, 
because <laughs> it has been the bane of my existence. But I'll, let me let me just step back to set the table. So I had wrapped up four weeks of very intense training back on April 27th and uh, noticed my urine was a little dark, decided to drink a ton of water, uh, and then my, <laughs> I saw blood in my urine. And you don't have to be a doctor to figure out that that's bad. So um, I went to the ER. They knew, they knew about my history with rhabdo and therefore started running blood tests for creatine kinase, uh, at which point my levels were 1,500, which was far from the worst that it's been, but um, still not good. At that point, they flushed me uh, with a couple of IVs and a little sodium bicarbonate, and levels came down to 1,400, and they discharged me which I was a little surprised at. Um, so I didn't, I wasn't even really admitted overnight. It was simply a matter of, you know, flushing, I guess, my kidneys. Subsequent to that, I was counseled to see my GP within three to five business days. I did. Um, he is running blood work every time I step in there. And the CK levels have proceeded as follows, 1,500, 1,400. Then they came down to 1,000. And I thought, wow, this is great. If they keep going, I'll be able to lift in a week or two, right? Then the next blood draw saw them jump to 1,300, which I did without, nothing. Without any lifting, without any lifting. Without any lifting. Uh, jumped to 1,300. And then these most recent ones uh, were 1,100. And I'll be going in tomorrow uh, for my next blood draw. So um, what happened was this. When I saw my levels go from 1,000 to 1,300, I got really pissed. I was not happy um, because there were a number of answers uh, or questions that I had for which there were no answers. At least my doctor didn't know. The doctors in the hospital didn't know. I, I couldn't find anything, very little online. However, I struck gold um, when I found a paper speaking to the creatine kinase response to resistance training. And so in this paper, um, it was it was a very in-depth scientific paper. So I basically uh, have a baker's dozen, dozen takeaways here. And even though this is me, I am hoping it helps the many people um, that are now getting rhabdo. Because as you pointed out a few shows ago, that is in fact the case. More and more people are, it's happening to them. And some of them, you know, didn't even know what it was in the first place. So, um, here are the takeaways. Number one, there is a very great individual response and variability in creatine kinase, um, to exercise. Matter of fact, they identified, um, people, you know, very low amounts of CK very high, and then, of course, people in the, in the middle. Second point, the damage to the muscle causes release of not only creatine kinase, but also myoglobin and lactate dehydrogenase, both of which uh, my doctor said that he would now test for. It also results in other proteins in the urine, and those are proteins that should not be there. I consequently, I went on the hunt for urinary testing strips for many things, but one of which on these multi sticks, and I think it's multi STIX if you're looking for them, one of which is protein. So uh, I'm hoping that can be an early indicator for me 
that I'm pushing things just a little too hard. The intensity threshold of your lifting that causes a rise in CK, the extent to which it raises and which it lowers, uh, and the time course are all highly variable too, not only due to individual differences, but to exercise variables, which I'll get into in a second, were really eye-opening. Um, number four, poorly conditioned muscles result in higher susceptibility to creatine kinase levels from exercise. Translation, sitting around and doing nothing probably is not a good strategy. You don't want to go into the gym and overdo it, but not doing anything doesn't look like it's going to do me any favors. Number five, the two things that were um, closely tied to it, mechanical stress and metabolic stress. So what, is, what does that mean? Number one, mechanical stress, lifting weights that are heavier than your body would otherwise encounter. Uh, am I guilty of that? Yeah, because I'm always trying to set new personal records and strength. The other um, thing here, metabolic stress, refers to the fact uh, of when resistance training, whether that be body weight or weights, uh, you are incurring a large oxygen debt. So, you know, think about 20 rep squats and the 20 rep deadlifts that I was doing. Um, those are both contributing factors. Interestingly enough, they found one-minute rest intervals between sets um, to be tied to a much higher CK level than three minutes in between. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. It does make sense, yeah. yeah well, that, that goes along with the metabolic stress, right? right. Um, also, interestingly enough, upper body workouts were far more likely to result in higher CK numbers than lower body exercises. And that blew my mind because I'm thinking, you know, something like squats or deadlifts, that involves a heck of a lot more muscle But But, but think right? about this. Think about this for a second, right? So as you are discovering exercise, pro, uh, regular exercise is protective. Like Joe right. Cannon came on the show and said, people get rhabdo when they do something completely new. They train a new muscle group or when they haven't trained at all and they go in and crush it. And right. that means that the, the protective effects of regular exercise are negated. So, th th right. so think about it. It, ma it makes perfect sense, right? Your, your lower body, you use it every day. Even if you don't use your upper body, you're walking someplace. You're going upstairs yep. someday. Yep. Great point. Great point. And I'll take that all day long because I like working my larger muscle groups anyway. Uh, the next thing I came across was this. They said the single biggest predictor of an exaggerated creatine kinase response to exercise was doing something that you are totally unaccustomed to or haven't done in a long, long time. So for me, what that's going to mean is I need to stay away from wholesale changes in exercises reps, sets, and other shock techniques. And I will tell you, I will admit, every time I've had rhabdo, um, I have used some sort of shock technique, you know, shortly advanced, before. Some advanced technique, like guys going into the gym and and, and, uh, and what, what are that assisted uh, uh, reps, right? So you, you fail yeah, and yeah. then your buddy helps you keep going. That right. kind of stuff, right? Yeah, real sucks. Um, also, you are more at risk if, if, if you have more muscle mass, and I guess that goes along with the, with the territory. Um, and, and 
because you have more muscle, you can generate more force than the average person. So it was not unusual for me to lift 6,000 pounds in a little over a minute when I'm doing trap bar deadlifts, right, for 20. You start doing the math there with the 320 pounds times 20 in, in a minute or so. That's a lot of metabolic stress. Uh, now, when it came to things you could do nutritionally to intervene and to control CK levels or at least lower them relative to no nutrient intervention, mm-hmm. they mentioned <laughs> free-form amino acids during training. So why didn't that work for me? Well, here's what happened. I was in week four of, um, of uh, intense training, right? And I've got a week off coming up. So my thought was this. Hey, I don't need to use Synthogen this week. I've got a whole week next week to recover from it. I dropped my protection. So I would tell you, especially if you're training frequently and heavy, um, breaks or no breaks that you're taking, intra-workout amino acids are essential. Not only are they going to protect you, but they're going to help you recover faster from exercise. You get stronger faster. You grow more muscle. Um, hot and cold contrast showers were said to help. Really? Uh, yeah, that's no surprise to me, I guess. Um, and what they said was, you know, the kind of bottom line on creatine kinase was, it appears to indicate some muscle damage has occurred. However, it is not an indicator of the total extent of that damage, which made sense to me because I mentioned before how 1,500 was far from the highest number I've seen, yet, you know, my I've, I've got blood in my urine. Um, clearly, something else is going on, probably that myoglobulin um, lactate dehydrogenase. So, finally, this was a really interesting thing. There is currently no link between an exaggerated CK response and rhabdomyolysis, or at least there is no threshold for CK that is a qualifier that is it's going to say, okay, you are now in rhabdo. It is... Um, it is much like lifting itself. I am finding that creatine kinase, rhabdomyolysis, it is a mystery of sorts. There's an X factor there that science has not filled in yet. Uh, and it's something that I'm going to have to figure out because, you know, not training for a month is really wearing on me. Uh, for my mental health, I need that release. And it, when I don't get it and cardio does, isn't cutting it, when I don't get it, I get depressed. And, and that's where I've been the past couple of weeks. So um, those are the factors uh, within resistance training that, that will give rise, <laughs> no pun intended, to creatine kinase. Some powerful food for thought there, though. I, you know, I thought, um, don't get in trouble. Heed some of these rules. You know, I, I, I am waiting for someone. What the hell is that? I'm waiting for someone. I'm waiting for someone to look at tissue iron levels and its relationship to uh, an, a, a uh, over exaggerated response um, to muscle damage. You know, no no one is looking at this yet, and it, and I suspect that there's a role in it. And I'll tell you why. One of the uh, symptoms of iron overload 
is you have this constant burning feeling in the large muscle groups like your legs. And you, you wake up in the middle of the night feeling like you just ran 10 miles and you just this, this lactate feeling in your legs. And this is because the iron is the most oxidative uh, stress that your body can can receive iron. It, it increases reactive oxygen species through the roof and other pro-oxidant type activity. And I'm starting to wonder if the reason that we can't pinpoint why one person gets rhabdo and one person doesn't uh, and doing the same things and having is because the exaggerated response is initiated by the rapid uh, breakdown of muscle tissue because of iron overload. I really am starting to ask this question because iron is nasty. It's rust inside your cells, in your tissue. That's really what it is. It's interesting you say that because my wife has iron levels, I guess, that are too high, and her, she has horrible, like, leg cramps sometimes. Yes. Yes. So um, uh, that's that's something. Thank you. You got it. You got it. I'm telling you, there's more to iron than we know. Uh, we're not really paying attention to iron the way we should. And people will say, "Well, why is iron a problem today? Why wasn't it a problem 50 years ago?" Because everybody is supplementing with things today that yep. increase iron uptake, that increase iron transport into tissue. Everything is fortified with iron today. Uh, we, you know, iron is nasty stuff. If you're not donating blood regularly, you, you really are loading up. And I, I said this on a show that I first did with Dr. Michael Smith, the first show we did about iron. And it was a study that showed why men die younger than women and why women catch up once they go through menopause is because of the regular bloodletting that women uh, achieve, which gets rid of a lot of iron for them. Um, but I said that back then, that there's a good chance that you have the iron in you from a hamburger you ate when you were a kid. We don't have an iron excretory process or an iron management process like we have for other things in our body. We can't get rid of iron uh, without certain very, very uh, – like you can get rid of iron if you run 10 miles a day because of the foot strike – bursts red blood cells, and oh, then the red blood cells get carried out through the spleen and along with them the iron. But that puts an amazing deleterious load on the spleen. We see people who are runners who have enlarged spleens because of the iron being managed through the spleen. So I, about, we, we don't have a system to manage iron in our bodies. How about giving blood? That's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Every two months, donate a pint. Yep. That's it. That's exactly what I do. That's exactly what I do. That's it. And, you know, so. like with me, my iron has caused my blood pressure to rise. My iron has caused changes in heart rhythm. I mean, these can all be traced back to iron overload. Okay. The next question comes from Jerry Byers. He goes, what's that tanning pill you recommend again. It's almost summer, and I want to be prepared. Thanks. And when he means tanning pill, not only does it help you tan, but it protects you uh, from getting skin cancer when you do tan. Yeah, and that's, you know, this is a very timely question, a very timely topic. So we're all about to uh, um, presumably enjoy a lot more sunshine, and certainly for us up here in the Northeast, it's been a long winter. 
Um, but doing so, of course, um, has some risks. They will tell you that the best way to mitigate those risks are chemical sunscreens. I will tell you that is complete BS. My opinion is that um, it is best, certainly a lot better than chemical sunscreens, to protect your skin from the inside out. So the question becomes, how do we do that? The single best nutrient, nutraceutical, supplement, whatever you want to call it to do that, is something called canthazanthin. Canthazanthin is structurally related to beta carotene, um, and it builds up in the translucent layer just beneath right the top layer of your skin. This has uh, two functions. Number one, it will color the skin a nice copper color. But number two, as you said, Carl, it absolutely protects you from um, sun damage. And I'll give you the best example I can, which is this, me. I am naturally a very fair-skinned person. I will either burn or peel or both <laughs> every time I go out into the sun, and it doesn't take long. Without this stuff, maybe 15 minutes. When I use Thin, I can literally go to the beach and lay out all day with no block, no nothing. I will not burn. I will not peel. I only tan. Now, the question becomes, where do you get this stuff? And I will tell you, it is incredibly hard to find the good stuff. Uh, John Drake over there at bodybuildingsupplements.com has the only legitimate uh, canthazanthin product on the market that I can find. It's called Bronze Organic. And I'm going to caution you uh, because you will find other quote-unquote canthazanthin products online for a lot less. A bottle of John stuff, and this is, I don't know if you can see it, Bronze Organic. It runs about 50 bucks for a month's supply. For me, it's a, it's worth it, no no question. Hold it up again. Um, I got you on I got you on a solo. Yeah. Hold it up again. Given what it does. Okay. And so I don't know if you can see this, but um, it is thirty milligrams of camphazanthin per pill. Only. And, That's it. Right. And this is a clear capsule and you can see uh, it is a darkish reddish uh, type color. Now 50 bucks a bottle, right? The real Camthazanthin, 30 milligrams. If you go shopping elsewhere, like let's say at nutrientsupply.net, you will find a product called Sun Bronze, which on their website speaks to the fact that it contains 30 milligrams of Camthazanthin. However, when you get the product, you also you flip over, you read the label, it also says it contains 100 milligrams of cocoa powder. These are hard tablets, if you will. Knowing what camphazanthin looks like, <laughs> I emptied a capsule of bronze organic and then crushed this, this uh, pill into a fine dust to see if there was any camphazanthin in it. There is none. Zip. Zero. I don't need an HPLC machine to tell me that there's no 
Kemp hasn't been in it. And, and, and why, why, cocoa, why put cocoa powder in there anyway? Why even put cocoa powder in there? You know what I mean? Right. You know, why would you? What is the line of thinking? You know, it, it is simply there um, to cut the product. If that's all it is, is cocoa powder. Listen, if you don't believe me, load up on a bottle of Bronze Organic for a month and go out into the sun. The next month, let then give it a month or two to wash out of your system, and then use sun bronze for a month and go out into the sun for an equal amount of time and tell me what you find. Um, look, I already know the answer. You get what you pay for. And, and you know, bodybuildingsupplements.com is not the only place in the world to get supplements. But when you do order from there, especially in these specialty items, you know what you're getting is the real McCoy. It's the same thing for the Roponticum carthamoids that we use in Synthogen, the same thing for the Tribulus terrestris that he uses in Adaptogenen, and so on down the line. So, uh, look, one of these one of these costs 50 bucks a bottle, the other one's under 20 But, again, you get what you pay for. And you know what? Yeah. When we're talking about skin damage... You really got to get this right because what's what's one of the biggest things they tell tell you that leads to skin cancer burns, right? Um, I wish it was different. I really do. But um, well, you also said you know, I don't know what's going on. With my, I may disconnect and reconnect during the break. Um, you said you know for a fact that John sources his stuff from Roche, right? He gets it directly from the pharmaceutical company Roche in New Jersey. And Ken Thazenthin also, just as a, 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 I guess, an interesting tidbit, uh, they use it to pink in the salmon in the supermarket. The FDA does not approve of it, a quote-unquote approve, as a tanning pill. <laughs> but they'll certainly let you sprinkle it all over your salmon to make you think, you know, you've got a healthier piece of fish than you do. Interesting. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, but it's great stuff, especially if you're fair-skinned. Some people load with six or eight capsules a day for the first couple of weeks. I simply take two capsules with food year in and year out. And it, look, I've been to the, I, knock on wood, I go to the dermatologist twice a year, have for the last, I don't know, seven years, nothing. I, the, the woman's just like, I wish you wouldn't be so dark, but there's nothing here. You know, keep doing what you're doing. And you hold your tan longer, too, much longer between sun exposure. That's another point that I should make. It's a great product. That's where skin cancer comes from, folks, from your diet, not from the sun. And yeah. there are things that protect your skin against skin cancer, and there are things that will promote skin cancer. Right. And so this is, this is an important discussion for anybody who is fair-skinned and worried about uh, skin cancer. This is where it all starts. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have a question from Tim Terrell. I'm going to try disconnecting and reconnecting during the break to see if I can at least figure out what the heck is going on uh, with my microphone. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah. 
new Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. Sleep is one of the most important factors in maintaining health and longevity. And in today's environment, with all the artificial light we're exposed to, there is nothing more important to use to protecting your sleep than blue-blocking glasses. And there's only one blue-blocking glasses that I will trust ever, and that's Blue Blocks. B-L-U-B-L-O-X. If you go to the website blueblocks.com and use the code SHR15, you'll save 15% off the single best blue-blocking glasses in the world because you can wear them comfortably and still function, watch TV, work on your computer, but it blocks all of the important blue and green light that has been responsible for shutting down melatonin production and causing people to sleep poorly. Don't waste another night of sleep without wearing blue blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X, tonight. Put them on at 7 p.m. and you'll be asleep by 9 p.m. and you'll get the best night's sleep you've ever had. If you've never used them before, you are missing out. Blueblocks.com. Use the code SHR15 to save 15% off. Imagine how successful your life would be if you could double your focus, double your mental energy, double your problem solving, your creativity, your willpower. Sounds too good to be true, right? That's what I thought until someone handed me a bottle of Qualia Focus. Qualia Focus is a mental performance formula that combines 24 of the most powerful molecules on earth to noticeably boost your brain power within just a few days of taking it or your money back. Qualia Focus blows coffee away, but a serving actually has less caffeine than a cup of coffee. That's because it boosts brain power the healthy way. Just go to neurohacker.com. That's N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R.com and enter coupon code SHR at checkout for an extra 15% off. And a serving of Qualia Focus costs one-fifth of that coffee you're drinking right now. Unlike coffee, Qualia Focus nourishes your brain in a comprehensive, healthy way for amazing brain power you noticed in just a couple days. That's neurohacker.com to try Qualia Focus and discount code SHR at checkout for an extra 15% off. All backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee. Qualia Focus is a life changer, I promise you. Try it now for amazing brain power at neurohacker.com. Ever feel like you want something crunchy? From the company that gave us the Quest Protein Bar, now comes the Quest High Protein Potato Chips. With 21 grams of high-quality protein and only 5 grams of carbs and no artificial ingredients. Just like Quest Bars, you'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest High Protein Potato Chip banner ad today and get ready to be satisfied. Thanks to Quest Nutrition, chips just aren't what they used to be. Spit that out right now. This is the Superhuman Channel. (laughs) Who doesn't want to have better sex? (laughs) Huh? And more of it. 
We have a new sponsor, and it's BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. And right now, you can get a free sample. I don't know how many they give you for free, but it's it's, it's probably like maybe four or five. Uh, of your choice, Sildanafil or Tadalafil. This is doctor-supervised. You go online at BlueChew.com. You use the coupon code SHR. You get your first order free. You do have to pay the shipping. It's $5 shipping and handling, and that's what it is on all the orders. But you get to try it for free. Uh, you can go to the website. They'll give you options on what's going to work best for you. Uh, it takes about five minutes on the website. A doctor is literally involved on the other end. Uh, you get your prescription. You get your order shipped to you, and it's discreet. Nobody has to know about it. Ladies, you can get it for your man if you want. Uh, but it's great stuff. Check it out. Blue Chew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W dot com. Use the code SHR. Check them out. They're better priced than any of the other uh, companies out there offering this type of service to men and women. Uh, so they're definitely worthy of your investigation. There, There's a lot of benefits, too, other than the pro-sexual effects to those drugs, including um, a, a fairly significant testosterone boost in the studies. Free, free testosterone. Raises free, free. testosterone. Uh, it's it's a mild aromatase inhibitor. But there's even well, more information coming out now from the anti-aging side that as little as 8 milligrams a day can actually change brain function t- to the better. Lowers blood pressure. Lowers blood pressure. It's it, 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 Very, very small doses is all you need for those things. Um, and the truth of the matter is, if you use Tadalafil, which actually one dose lasts three days, so you don't have to take it minutes before, uh, versus Sildanafil, which you have to take like within 40 minutes of sexual activity. If you use Tadalafil, you use a lot less, and it works for three days. Uh, I think you only take six milligrams or eight milligrams of it uh, a day and um, whenever you want. And it works for three days continuously. But that's the one, the uh, Sildanafil, I mean the Tadalafil, uh, which is actually the generic name of, uh, of Cialis, that seems to have a lot of anti-aging benefits. Even even Dr. Blagoscloni, when he came on my show and talked about rapamycin, one of the drugs that he recommends in his anti-aging protocol is low-dose Tadalafil. And that's for brain function. So it's it's great stuff. But yeah, check it out. Bluechew, B L U E C H E W dot com. Use the code SHR. Get your first order free. Pay five dollars for shipping. Check it out. Show them some love. Let them know that uh, Superhuman Radio sent you by using that code. Okay, so the next question comes from Tim Tyrell. He says, I'd like to know what your opinion is of training light. As I look back through bodybuilding history, it seems a lot of the guys back then trained that way to get big. What's your opinion? Well, um, this is a very interesting question because um, it depends. <laughs> depends on, on what you want to do. Now, if you're talking purely muscle growth, I think there are much better options. Now, that, that's not to say you cannot grow muscle lifting light weights. So let's look at, a, at a one application anyway, right? The katsu method. They know um, that by occluding the muscle and using anywhere between, I think, 20 and 30% of a one rep max, you can grow muscle with the caveat 
you have to train to failure, at least in the studies that I've seen. Lightweights are also useful insofar as developing um, greater force production. Recall uh, the math behind that is force equals mass times acceleration. Louis Simmons, Westside Barbell, will use 50% of a one rep max, sometimes less, if using bands and chains, um, and perform speed work with that amount of weight. Of course, they have their heavy day as well, <clears throat> a couple of them during the week. So, so now I'll, I guess I'll get to my observations over my 30-some-odd-year training history. I have not seen a non-drugged physique built entirely by lifting light. I've seen a lot of non-drugged physiques built and built big and strong by lifting heavy weights. Let's let's uh, let's set the table though, or at least define the terms. What what is light? Right, light is a relative term, as is heavy. What's light for me might be heavy for someone else, and vice versa. Generally speaking, I define light as anywhere between fifty and maybe fifty-five percent and below of your one rep max. I tried this, uh, and in in no small way earlier in my career, and got absolutely nowhere with training light. I will concede that I did see other people uh, do well with it, but it was always with it seemed to be within the context of they were using some sort of bodybuilding drug. And I want to get to that point right now because I think it really skews things. I see a lot of this in my gym. There are a lot of guys on a lot of stuff. I'm not assuming that. I know because they talk about it. I watch them. I study them. The vast majority of them spend their workout going from isolation exercise to isolation exercise, lifting with very little weight, in very little intensity. They're puffy. They look like they lift weights, but it is almost entirely sarcoplasmic hypertrophy. So there are two types. Sarcoplast, uh, sarcoplastic hypertrophy um, is generally getting the muscle cell to hold more fluid, okay, and glycogen. Myofibrillar hypertrophy is the actual thickening of the muscle fiber. That's a little bit longer process, but here's the here's why I'm a much bigger fan of it. When you build your muscles with myofibrillar hypertrophy, it's the kind of muscle that sticks around. And I mean sticks around for a long time, even given a complete layoff. I am in my fifth week now of not touching a weight. I have my measurements before. I have them now. They have not changed. Your mind will play tricks with you in the mirror. Oh, my God, I'm getting smaller. And, yes, you're going to be weaker when you return to the gym, but it is simply a matter of a couple of weeks, two at the most, of tuning up the central nervous system. So, Look, I, I had a lot of con. <laughs> I, I, I had a real difference of opinion um, with my friend, who passed a couple of weeks ago. 
Uh, and he was of the opinion that lightweights were really the only way. And he did it. He did lightweights and he did a ton of it. His volume was off the charts. I don't think it was any coincidence. His joints were shot. And he had really ground down a lot of them to the point where he had two artificial hips by age 40. I'm not saying everybody's going to wind up that way. I am saying that kind of volume, when you're lifting light, is going to take its toll. So, look, here's the bottom line. I think it's much easier to build muscle lifting heavy. Um, you cannot lift heavy all the time. But that doesn't mean you train light all the time either. You know, there's like the golf club analogy. You know, you got to have a full set of clubs to shoot your best round. So, Carl, I don't know what your opinion is on that. No, I, I feel the same way. I've tried lifting light and doing high repetitions with, with exceedingly light weights. And it just I just don't feel productive when I do that. So, just, I don't know. I, I think that uh, I tend to be of the same school as you. That hard work builds strong muscles, and there's there's no. I mean, even guys like Lee Haney, you know, he said uh, uh, stimulate, don't annihilate. But he didn't. He wasn't doing anything with twenty pound dumbbells. Right. Right. For that matter, I mean, look at Ronnie Coleman. Carry it out to the nth degree, or Dorian Yates. All those guys are on the same drugs. Right. Okay. In in that case, those two individuals trained very heavy. And built incredibly thick, dense, huge muscle. Right. Yes, they, they paid for it later with their joints, but that's another issue. Right, right. Uh, this question comes from Stevie Durr. He says, uh, I'm on the short side, 5'6". Good. You want to take care of that first? Yeah. Can we go to break? Uh, I think we can. Go ahead. Go. Go. Wanting to try CBD but not sure what to trust? Check out H-Hemp. H, like healthy, happy, honest. H-Hemp CBD system makes it simple with one CBD tincture. Available in three great tasting flavors. A super powerful breath spray that GQ Magazine named a top CBD product. And a topical CBD balm that is simply the bomb. Relax and feel better naturally with the H-Hemp CBD system, available at hemp.com. There's a phenomenon today. So many of us sit for hours each day. Slowly, our bodies respond by shortening certain muscles. The psoas gets shorter and shorter over time. It leads to lower back problems, stiffness when standing, and inhibits your running performance. Now there's psoright.com. That's P-S-O hyphen R-I-T-E dot com. Psoright is a device that allows you to stretch your psoas muscle and return them to normal function. And it does it better than any stretching movement or chiropractic adjustment can. You can use it in your home, office, or at the gym. Experience what thousands of people already know. Check out pso-rite.com and save 20% off when you use the code SHR. Are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need? Do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. Unlike pills and powders, Live On's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be. 
your cells. Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.livonlabs.com slash Carl. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to Redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in Can-C eye drops. I've been using Can-C for six months now, and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is I've been using Can-C eye drops for 11 years now, and I credit Can-C eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. Can-C eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse Cansee Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how Cansee Eye Drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. Move over, superheroes. This is the Superhuman Channel. You got four days left to go over to superhumanradio.net and enter to win a $600 pair of power block quick change dumbbells you just go to superhumanradio.net go all the way down to the bottom right hand side of the page and join our mail list that's it and wow. uh yeah we're going to announce it on the 31st uh the winner will get a uh it's five to fifty pounds per hand yeah. quick change dumbbells and uh they're very cool i mean i have a pair i wouldn't live without them they're the, the best dumbbells you can imagine they really are so me too, and I've had them for like 15 years. I know, and they just keep making them better and better and better. The selector, the selector thing is is better now. They're covered in a in a thin plastic. Remember, the, I have the old ones like you do. They clang yeah. a little bit when you move them. You know, yeah. little chime noise. But uh, yeah, they're, they're fantastic, and they've been a longtime supporter of the show. Uh, so definitely go over to SupremeRadio.net and join our mail list, and you're entered. And the 31st, we will announce. Okay. The next question, which was uh, we started, Stevie Durr. He says, I'm a little bit on the short side, parenthetically, 5'6 on a good day. Is there anything I can do to grow taller? What about this somatostatin GH releaser I see on TV all the time? Are those formulas yeah. effective? Yeah. All right. So let's have a discussion about uh, growth hormone. These growth hormone releasers are getting to be almost as big a, a category as test boosters. Um, but as we'll soon see, very, very few of them uh, are worth your dollar. So there is one in particular on, on TV up here. I think it's the same one. Cerevital. Cerevital. Claiming a 680-something percent increase um, in growth hormone. And while those numbers look fantastic, and the people using the product, you know, look fantastic. All of the benefits that they are speaking to during those commercials refer to real <laughs> growth hormone. In other words, 
um, either your, your your own body's own biological growth hormone or exogenous growth hormone that you're going to shoot. Um, what these products largely consist of are isolated amino acids, which in studies where doctors inject high amounts of them into people's veins, yes, they can do dazzling things. Yeah, it, 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 most of those studies, they used intravenously infused uh, forms of those amino acids, doses that were so large that if you tried to take them orally, you'd yep. actually end up with osmotic diarrhea. You would spend all day in the bathroom pooping. And I learned that the hard way when the whole when the whole arginine ornithine thing yeah, kicked off. Right. You can remember way back in the early nineties, um, Dirk Pearson and Sandy Shaw of Life Extension wrote extensively about how arginine orthanine was just life changing. And so I bought bulk of both and consumed bulk. Yeah. And my God, if you've ever if you've yeah. ever had still arginine, you know what it tastes like Sasquatch Sasquatch droppings, okay? Right. It's not good. That goes for almost every other amino acid except for two of the more effective. And if you're really interested in hellbent on wanting to use an amino acid to raise growth hormone levels, I would tell you you have two good options. One is uh, what Thrive is sweetened with, glycine. Right. Uh, which, unlike you know most aminos, it, it actually tastes sweet mm -hmm. and it's a stroke of brilliance on your behalf of flavoring it. I don't know why other companies have never picked that up. Um, but the other one, which is economical and effective as well, would be GABA, gamma amino butyric acid. Now, when I say effective, I'm talking about they they have been shown when used orally to transiently raise growth hormone, in GABA's case, um, up to 480% when three grams were taken just prior to a workout. And interestingly enough, the study that I'm referencing, um, the people in the study were not old. They were in their 20s. I want to say their early 20s. Um, other studies have looked at GABA at bedtime, which is probably more appropriate since it's, it's an inhibitory neurotransmitter and can lead to drowsiness, um, those studies have shown five grams raised GH 550%. But let's be honest. What people are looking for in terms of results from these products is faster muscle gain, faster fat loss, some sort of performance-enhancing effect. The reality is, in order to get that from growth hormone, you need to elevate levels round the clock, okay? And to from everything that I have seen, everything that I have experienced, um, I only see two ways to do it. Well, maybe three. Uh, first off, fasting. The longer you fast, the higher growth hormone goes, although that, get, that gets complicated uh, as time goes on. But um, two things from a supplement or drug perspective. MK677, um, I have seen that make quite a difference in my elbow pain. Uh, I don't know if I can tell you I've seen more muscle gain or fat loss, but uh, um, I've also seen it on my blood work. I haven't seen it do anything bad to my blood work. I have seen IGF-1 levels um, above normal. Not so far above normal that it's concerning, though. 
And the other, of course, option is real exogenous growth hormone that you're going to shoot with a needle. Um, personally, I have not used it, but from the people that I have spoken to, um, they speak very highly of it, depending upon what their expectations. Yeah, but see, here's the, here's the problem with growth hormone, right? You you've got to take so the problem with growth hormone is that the law the lore the folklore about what growth hormone does yeah. has been manipulated and 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 really maligned by those who sell these crappy products like deer antler velvet or yeah. or. You know uh, the stuff we just mentioned a second ago, Cerevital, that's targeting women. The, these products, first of all, uh, a six times elevation in, nor- in, in your natural growth hormone when you're producing nothing is meaningless, right? If you're producing, if you're if you're in your fifties and sixties, you are producing nothing in growth hormones. Timing that by six is six times nothing. Okay, <laughs> you're not you're not going to see. The shredding of, of 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 fat and the leaning out that you think you're going to see, or the improvements in sleep that you're being promised, you're not going to see that. And if you want to get shredded on growth hormone, you got to be shooting five IU's plus a day. In most cases, closer to ten IU's a day. We're talking right. about bodybuilders using ten IU's or more a day, day in and day out, week in and week out. There comes a lot of side effects with that. Uh, you know, growth in the joints, crowding of, of cartilage in the joints, uh, changing of facial shape, the brow and, and things like that. I mean, you, we're talking about excessive. So the problem with growth hormone today is that you've been lied to for so long that you think growth hormone is going to do things that it is never going to do. It's never right. going to do that unless you're shooting 10 IUs a day. Right. And and even then, right, you always hear, you know, it, it needs to be in combination with tests or, you know, other stuff. Um, look, GH, to your point, is not the the final answer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for some people that compete or just want to age more gracefully, it's part of the, part of the picture, but it's not the whole thing. And, and so please don't be scammed by these GH products, especially the extremely pricey ones. Like I said, if you want to do it with an amino acid, use glycine or GABA um, uh, and or MK or, or the real thing. You know, doctors can prescribe it. Well, but doctors can prescribe something else that's even better right now, right? So right now we have access to two peptides, GHRP6, which is a ghrelin, and CJC1295 with the drug affinity complex, DAC, right? CJC1295, DAC. And so for men, you take 100 micrograms of each of those numerous times a day. First thing in the morning, before your workout, after your workout, before your, your, your evening meal, before you go to sleep. And you will see the types of results you're looking for from growth hormone. Women, they just have to take half that dose, 50 micrograms of each numerous times a day. And you can get that by going to your doctor, and he can prescribe that for you through a pharmacy like TaylorMade. Or you can go to a place like Peptide Sciences and take your chances on using research chemicals. It's up to you. I mean, lots of people do it every single day. But you don't have to buy bunk supplements and you don't have to go the dark side route where you're going to buy growth hormone through a black market. You can actually use GHRP6 and CJC1295, 
100 micrograms of each for men in the same syringe, 50 micrograms of each for women in the same syringe, numerous times a day, and you will see the magic pro- promised by products like Cerevital, but they don't deliver. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because um, I had totally forgotten about it. Way back when, um, my first foray into this was uh, with those peptides, and I'll never forget some of, some of the benefits. Like, for example, I'd be laying down on the couch, and I could never read the little digital clock, right, on my TV um, without glasses. And then, like a month after taking them, I could read the time. <laughs> and uh yeah so you know those things work they are ec- ec- economical certainly when compared to you know real growth hormone well i want um, but- i want to address i want to address what darcy clark says cuz this is a really good point so ghrp6 because it's a ghrelin and ghrelin is what stimulates hunger if you're taking ghrp6 by yourself by itself you're not going to see the rise in growth hormone, if you take it in concert with CJC-1295 with DAC, and if you're getting hungry, you're taking too much back off of the GHRP-6. When you get hungry from GHRP-6, it's because you have reached the saturation dose. What that means is all your receptors are saturated, and now you've got this excess flying around that's making its way to your brain and stimulating hunger. If all of it gets planted in the receptors, you don't get the hunger. So that is a sign that you're using too much GHRP6. And he's right. I took 250 micrograms of GHRP6 back in 2008, 2009, and I was literally eating brewer's yeast out of the can and going, wow, this really tastes good. And it didn't taste good. It tasted like ass. But the GHRP6 makes you so hungry that you'll eat your own fingers and go, wow, that was really good. But that means you've taken way too much. It doesn't work by itself. The, the, yeah. the growth hormone spike is minuscule. But when you take it with the, the, with the CJC-1295 with DAC, the pulse is huge, and the DAC continues to deliver, which raises the trough. So not only do you get this great spike of growth hormone, but even the growth hormone you produce the rest of the day at the basal amount is elevated. You will see dramatic changes in your body in as little as a month by following the protocol that I just mentioned multiple times a day, first thing in the morning, right before bedtime, right before you work out, post-workout, and right before your evening meal, you will see changes in your body by using that protocol of those two peptides. I guarantee it. And you don't have to waste your money on crap on, on TV. That, doesn't go, <laughs> that isn't going to work. Yeah. Boy, they, you know they really got that ad down. It, the packaging. But look who they're par- look who they're targeting, uh, Rob. Women. Right. The Cerevital commercial is for women because they ta- they want women to believe that oh, your skin will look better. Yes, if you take if you raise growth hormone, your skin will look better because it increases collagen production. But Cerevital ain't going to do it. <laughs> no, you're right. They've got a package to look like a pharmaceutical, though. At least the one I'm thinking of. God, it just. <laughs> You know, for it, there's probably a grand total of maybe five dollars worth of amino acids in a product that they're selling for well over a hundred. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's robbery. It's robbery. The only thing, and by the way, the only thing I don't like about MK six seventy seven is when you start looking at the research on it. It actually, the the longer you use it, it diminishes 
the production of growth hormone. It exhausts, it exhausts the pituitary the same way that androgen deprivation therapy exhausts the pituitary from producing luteinizing hormone. All those elderly people that were in the studies, yep. their growth hormone production was great in the very, very beginning of the study. And then as the weeks went on, it diminished. And then they started to develop anxiety from it. Uh, if you're taking MK677 and all of a sudden you're starting to wake up in the middle of the night with anxiety, it's the MK677 that's doing it. Yeah, I'm taking a month off right now. I'm second week into a week off or a month off rather. So yeah, you know, I would echo those sentiments. If if you're going to use it, I use it Monday through Friday, take Saturday, Sunday off. I'll do that for two months and then take a month off. And here's another magic thing about GHRP6 and MK677 because they're ghrelins. But if you take them before a meal, as I'm, I'm suggesting, you know, first thing in the morning, eat before your evening meal, before your post-workout meal, they actually improve gut motility. So you digest food faster and it moves through you faster. So you're That's ready huge. for another meal quicker. That's huge. That's Absolutely. big when you're trying to shovel eight meals or six meals a day into your body. Those yep. things can actually – and why they don't give GHRP6 to elderly people, I will never understand. Because as you get older, they say, oh, they lose their appetite. You know what? Uh, 25 micrograms, 50 micrograms before a meal, and they will eat, they will digest, they will be ready to eat again. So, right, and the, so the side effects are actually helping them. For them, it is, yeah. You, you, you want yeah. a little slightly higher than the saturation dose. Okay, Bob Bergdahl says, I'd like to know your opinion about massage. There's a masseuse where I lift, and she's constantly trying to get me to sign up for one. Are, they really any, are there really any benefits to lifters? Well, this is going to be kind of a short answer because I fully admit I'm not the massage expert here. Um, but this did cause me to remember that way back when, when I was reading all of the Russian stuff, of all of the recovery modalities that they used, massage was the highest on the list. And interestingly enough, in that article that I pulled up on the CK response to resistance training, massage was mentioned as something that could lower CK levels. Now, Massage has benefits far beyond lowering CK levels um, and even recovering faster. And specifically, I'm talking about adhesions and the other things. You know, I don't know about most people, but after some workouts, my muscles are tied in knots. And a massage is probably the best thing that I could do. And I had one a um, little more than a month ago during a week off, and it was wonderful. Uh, so I, I have no doubt that massage should be near the top of your list if you want to do something to, you know, to help your body help itself. The problem, as I see it for most people, is that massage is expensive. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote my gym uh, where there's a masseuse there, and keep in mind I'm in, I'm in a no-name town, right, in, a, in Massachusetts, uh, and or Connecticut, there's another gym that I own, but introductory rate for an hour-long massage is 50 bucks. The Thereafter, I think it goes to like 75 to 80. So, you know, for most people that are watching their pennies, that's difficult to do on any, any kind of, uh, let's call regular basis. 
However, as something that you might want to avail yourself to during the course of a week off, uh, I would seriously look into it because I can think of few other things that actually do what massage does. You know, foam rolling? No, I don't think it touches massage. At least the feeling that I had after being massaged for an hour, you know, and some of the, some of the biggest, most important areas are uh, certainly my neck. I could feel a massive release of tension from my neck, from my traps, uh, and from my lower back. Those were all of the areas that I, I felt it, and I, I feel I benefited the most from it. So you Dan, ever get yeah, I, I, I get massaged fairly regularly. But Danny Moskovitz uh, plays pro ball, too, and he's uh, commenting here. I, I want to say he played for the, the Los Angeles uh, – uh, is it the Dodgers that are out there now? Right? They, they have the Dodgers. Danny, uh, chime in here. I'm, I'm just trying to get this right. And um, But he, he also says it's, it's imperative. And then he mentioned, just as you were starting to talk about, self-myofascial release – uh, uh, you know, trigger points and stuff like that. You can do a lot of that stuff with ball, tennis balls. You can do some of that stuff. Ha- having a good soft tissue therapist is a very valuable tool uh, for recovery and overall health, Fa- facial stretching techniques and art. And, you know, we have this new PSO, uh, this uh, sponsor, So Right. Oh, he played for the Diamondbacks. Dude, man, I didn't realize that. Yes. So Danny wow. played for the Diamondbacks. Yeah. So, you know, when a guy of this caliber is saying – yeah, massage makes a difference, you know. And I, I think yeah. he was a pitcher, actually. Um, but anyway, uh, I, so but here's the thing about massage, right? Um, I am not a fan of some of this deep tissue stuff that some people do. Like, if I, if I go get a massage and the next day I feel like I, I injured myself, that's not good to me. Because I, 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 some people can literally injure your muscles. You don't want that. But that's why it's important to understand where and how to apply the right kinds of pressure. I actually have a gal that I go to. She's yep. a little itty-bitty thing, but she has done things with my body that no other masseuse has ever done, especially with, like, my SI joints, my lumbar yep. area. Um, but but you really do need to know what you're d- doing. And not everybody who is a masseuse, quote-unquote, is yep. worthy of you putting your trust in them. Uh, and I do think there is something to doing some things at home if you have the right tools. Like uh, SoRight.com has all these different uh, devices where you can kind of do these things yourself at home. Uh, right. Yeah, massage is better because it yeah. – yeah, massage is better because it relates to the primal need of touch. Yes, I definitely agree. Uh, self-myofacial release is a way to stimulate, in my opinion – uh, it is its own science. Yes, I agree. And and you're right. There's something, you know, when you go get a massage, I'm sure that if they measured oxytocin levels before and after massage, your oxytocin levels are way up after yep. massage. So I, I think massage is very good, but you've got to know that you've got a good masseuse because the wrong masseuse will hurt you. There's no doubt yep. about it. No doubt about yep. it. That's a great point. Um so let's see here. The next uh, question comes from C. Broca. Broca. He says, I'm a senior lifter, 67 years young, and I found lifting later in life. What can you tell me about what is possible at my age? What's not possible? 
Yeah, and um, this one will be on the short side too, but it gets back to a couple of things. And the first, and without question, the most important is this, expectations. If you have expectations that age 70, you're going to be a frail old man, incapable of, you know, even getting around, then that's how you're going to wind up. If, on the other hand, you have expectations of being big and strong, like you have been your entire life lifting weights, then you will live up to those expectations as well. Now, in my gym, in one of them, there are... I'm thinking a minimum of three guys over age 70 and two of them train heavy. I'm talking about 500 pound pin pulls, uh, you know, presses, obviously less weight, but still very, very respectable numbers. Uh, and these guys, <laughs> they get around just fine. You know, I, I try to think my father who is 74, you know, is, is married to his lazy boy. And is just not an exerciser and never has been. And consequently, he has that frail body. Whereas these gentlemen don't. They're very stout. They're very powerful. Um, and they're very mature, too. I would tell you, and, and here's the common denominator with these guys. They have been good stewards of two things. Number one, their joints. And number two, their endocrine systems. One of those two guys is on HRT and has been for a while, and God bless him. The other guy has not, but never ever monkeyed around, you know, with his with his testosterone and other levels. Now, you know, what are his test levels at age seventy? Frankly, I don't know, and neither does he, because I asked him. You know, and when that when that conversation took place, I kind of I thought of Wade, right? Because one time, I think we asked Wade what his test levels were, and he la he laughed and he said, I uh, "I don't know, I never check them." You know, and there's a guy who's what fifty seven. He just took gold in the United States and bronze in Japan. I mean, again, it gets back to expectations. After Wade Johnson squatted one thousand forty pounds. He did not think, okay, I'm just going to sit back in this rocker and look back on a phenomenal lifting career. And by the way, he would have been justified in doing so. But instead, what does he do? He continues to train himself and to train other people and to give back to the sport. What has Wade done historically over the years? He's been a good steward of his endocrine system and his joints. He never got caught up in the taking drugs to lift heavy game. And so clearly he didn't need to. Now, you know, you could argue he's, you know, big, strong guy by birth, but, you know, that doesn't buy you a thousand forty pound squat. It's a lot of hard work and a lot of attention to detail over the years. So, so to get back to your question, what's possible? You know, what you, what you said, Carl, what's not? I mean, it really, it really, I tell you, I tell you what it really comes down to. It, come, it comes down to your willingness to dedicate yourself to the goal, right? So theoretically, you could, in five years, be on a stage in a bodybuilding competition if you're willing to live, eat, 
drink, sleep, do all the things you have to do consistently day in and day out. Yep. There's this really, uh, and yes, you may need HRT, but I'm not talking about stupid doses. I mean, doctor prescribed HRT to give your hormones that little extra edge that you don't have at this age. But there's nothing you can you could you could be on this you could be on the Olympia stage in eight or nine years uh, in a master's division. But that means doing every when we get to this age. Look, I'm going to be 61 next month. You can't cut any corners like you could when you were in your 30s or even 40s. Right. You can't cut any corners. You got to do every single thing right. Every single go to sleep at nine o'clock. Get up and have your first meal. Do your morning cardio without missing a beat. And you do that, and then then there is nothing you can't do with your body. I'm sorry, nothing. Yeah, no, I I agree. And I I close with this. Um, you might not want to get onto a bodybuilding stage, but you might have a goal of being being able to do handstand pushups. Yeah, or dead or deadlift six hundred pounds. Or deadlift six hundred pounds. You know, uh, set a goal. And achieve it. It's that simple. And big fan of shoot for the stars. At least you'll hit, you know, the moon. And and I would tell you also, you know, make a good portion of your training body weight training. It's only going to help you. It's only going to help your weighted lifts. Have you so. seen? Have you seen the White House chef? I don't know his name. Do you know the chef? The, the current White House chef. He's a, he's a black guy. Yeah, he does twenty two hundred push ups a day. Oh, he busts him out first thing in the morning. Plus, he looks like a power lifter. The guy is the guy. He's probably got twenty one, twenty two inch upper arms, legitimately. legitimately. That's awesome. And he's the chef at the White House. That is awesome. He busts out twenty two hundred push ups every morning. He, t- he says it takes him an hour and a half or something like that to do them. Wow. I mean, you know, look, find the right friends too. Find the right friends because most of the people you know at your age are going to try to discourage you from doing this because they don't want you to remind them that they could do it too. Right, or they'll, or they'll say, "Hey, let's go play shuffleboard." Oh no, no, better no. Let's go out. Let's go out drinking tonight. Let's go have a few beers. Yeah. And and you got to go. No, that doesn't. That's not part of my my plan. That's just. I'm sorry. Find the right friends that have similar goals as you at your age. Surround yourself with those people. And there yep. is nothing you can't just, and then set your goal. Whatever your goal is, just set it. You got it. We're going to take our last commercial break. And uh, when we come back, we have the blueprint tip of the day. What is the blueprint tip of the day, Rob? Give them a teaser. Tip of the day is making every day count. Oh, it kind of fits into this discussion. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive. At RenewLifeRx.com. Are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need? Do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. 
Unlike pills and powders, LiveOn's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be, your cells. Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.livonlabs.com slash Carl. Sleep is one of the most important factors in maintaining health and longevity. And in today's environment, with all the artificial light we're exposed to, there is nothing more important to use to protecting your sleep than blue blocking glasses. And there's only one blue blocking glasses that I will trust ever, and that's Blue Blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X. If you go to the website blueblocks.com and use the code SHR15, you'll save 15% off the single best blue blocking glasses in the world because you can wear them comfortably and still function watch tv work on your computer but it blocks all of the important blue and green light that has been responsible for shutting down melatonin production and causing people to sleep poorly don't waste another night of sleep without wearing blue blocks b-l-u-b-l-o-x tonight put them on at 7 p.m and you'll be asleep by 9 p.m and you'll get the best night's sleep you've ever had if you've never used them before you are missing out blueblocks.com you Use the code SHR15 to save 15% off. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon one. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one.com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. Did you know that the U.S. Department of Health actually patented cannabinoids as antioxidants and neuroprotectants? So, clearly there is promise for CBD to help with a variety of issues. HEMP's U.S.-grown CBD system is fully tested for purity and safety. For daily balance, HM has the best-tasting CBD tinctures available. Their Super Breath Blast delivers near-immediate relief and relaxation while on the go. And for your muscles, joints, and temples, the Magic Balm works wonders. Relax and feel better naturally with the HEMP CBD system from HEMP.com. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Okay, Rob, deliver the goods, brother. Yeah, today's tip of the day is about making every day count because you might not get another one tomorrow. So last week um, I spoke about losing a friend, a very good friend of mine uh, that I graduated high school with, that I trained with, that have the same birthday as me. Someone who I spoke to every single day. He went to bed one Wednesday night and never woke up. He left behind uh, a wife and four children, two sets of twins, ages three and four. And I want to publicly thank everyone that gave a little something to his family 
through a GoFundMe page that we set up. Um, Thank you from the bottom of my heart. We, uh, like I said, we spoke every day. So we we had a lot of insight into each other's lives. And um, so I know what he was thinking. And I can assure you that he never thought his life would end at 50. As a matter of fact, you know, we were both joking around one time and I, I said to him, you know, I said, both my grandfathers lived into their 90s, but I don't know if that's going to be the case for me. And he said, I'll be happy if I make it to 65. A couple of weeks later, he was dead. And so it brings up um, the issue of making every day count. I can honestly tell you, since it's happened, I think about him when I go to bed. And of course, when I get up, I thank God for another day because he never got one. And I want to caution you strongly about how you spend your time and energy uh, every day that ticks by that, again, is a gift. Because there was a time in my life when I was hyper-focused on money and who I was uh, and who I was at the time. I attached my self-identity and self-worth to my job, which, of course, is tied to your salary. Again, money equaling self-worth. I obsessed over saving for retirement, saving for my son's education, saving for a rainy day, saving, saving, saving. Everything was about making money and saving. And then one day I sat down with a financial advisor and he asked me, he's like, what do you want to do? What are your goals? And so I talked and I talked and I talked and he listened. I don't know how long I talked for, but it was a long time. And he looked at me and he said, there's one thing that you'll never have. And I looked at him and I said, what? He said, enough. And then he stated (laughs) something, you know, truer words, never spoken. He said, there's no guarantee you're going to wake up tomorrow. Um, I think a lot of us may get caught up in the cycle of work, work, work. Uh, Look, work begets more work. God only knows if you're good at what you do, a lot of companies will give you more until they bury you, which is basically what happened to me, at which point, you know, the dam broke. Um, It is a trap. It is a trap that I don't want any of you to fall into because before you know it, you're stressed out. You've got problems at home because, you know, wife or girlfriend, they want to spend time with you and you're hyper-focused on working. You know, even your kids, you might, you may or may not have energy or time to play with them. Um, look, I'm not saying, you know, it's not, it's a good thing to be prepared. It's a good thing to think about the future, even to plan for the future. But if you're doing it at the extent of the people around you, your friends and family, and you don't have the time to give them, um, 
out of however much time you have left, something is wrong. Something is really wrong. And so, like I said, I knew my friend really well. He never thought he would die in his sleep at age 50. Um, I don't know when, when I'm going to shake this, I, you know, maybe when the autopsy results come back, uh, you know, none of that's bringing him back. But when you see someone, you know, that you spoke to today and he's gone tomorrow, it leaves an incredible void and it scares you because you're confronted right with your own mortality. So I would tell you this lift hard, work hard, but also play hard, meaning make time for your friends and family because none of us is guaranteed tomorrow. And I got a real reminder of that with this experience. You know, we all talk, God knows we spend a lot of time, right? Lifting and, and reading, researching, at least I do, and taking all these supplements. It's an easy world to get caught up in. Some people bodybuild competitively, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I've also seen more than a few people sacrifice everything for what? For a trophy? You know, you can count the number of people that are making money in this sport on one hand, maybe two. Um, it's not worth it. You know, lift to be healthy, lift to be strong. But don't lift at the expense of the rest of your life. I guess that's what my message is. It's a good message. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard because what I saw, um, you know, after, after he passed, I saw people for a day or two kind of, you know, rethink a few things. But when they didn't die, right, or nothing bad, or nothing bad happened, they went right back to, do, to doing things that they were doing that probably, not probably, that do put them at a, at a higher risk um, of something bad happening. And that is a really dangerous and dumb game to play, especially when you have uh, right, a family that, that's counting on you. So be careful and think about what you're doing and take the time today. Shut the computer off, shut your phone off, and just spend time talking, talking with and spending time with your friends and family. Because I've been to way too many funerals the last couple months and nobody's talking about how much money they made. Great point. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't want to end on a downer, but if you don't learn the lessons, right, of, of that these experiences teach you, you're, you're damned to repeat them. You're damned to repeat them. And I'll also say this, you know, we've, We've spoken a lot. I've spoken a lot about my experiences with depression. You know, don't be the typical guy and say, I'm going to beat this all on my own. You know, get help. It's not a sign of weakness to get help. It's, you know, it's a sign of strength. Because there are things out there that you may not be able to beat. And I'll back that up with the fact that I've been to a couple of funerals that were suicides 
last month. Okay? I know for a fact at least one of those people refused to get help. His version of help was cracking open about another bottle of Jack Daniels. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to your family. And don't do it to your friends. Live life like it's the last day that you were given because it just might be. And we'll end on that. I can't talk without starting that noise. The good news is it's not being recorded on the podcast. It's only going out on the air. Uh, on the live to the to the live video, yeah. I don't know why. It's obviously something in the B Live TV, but that's okay. Um, great show today. Lots of great points, and uh, that's it for today. We have plenty of good shows the rest of the week. Hope you can tune in, and uh, please share a podcast with people that you know. Help yeah. grow the superhuman nation. There you go. All right, Rob. We'll talk to you later, brother. Thank you. And we'll see everybody else tomorrow with more Superhuman Radio. Thank you for watching and listening today.